You're listening to the PKJ and Yahweh podcast, where I take the supernatural world around us, connect it to complicated biblical theology, and then try and make it simple for everyone to gain revelation. If you're new to this podcast and would like more information, please go follow me on Instagram at kevin.scott.johnson. All right, so uh, today I'm actually kind of excited because I'm going to be talking about more of a fringe topic uh, that I've been been just interested in for a while and that really is this whole concept of uh you know the watchers the fallen angels uh nephilim uh and and all this stuff and what really inspired this to come out now you know it's stuff i've been studying for a little bit obviously nowhere near as long as people like you know dr mike heiser or michael brown or otherwise and um but all that to say is man there's just been a lot of a lot of uh excitement in in this topic that I've been studying. I started last year in 2020 and wanting to just know more about aliens, you know, kind of, not really total aliens, but I was like, man, I wonder if there's anything out there about, you know, aliens and the, you know, coming of the Lord in in the future. And, you know, because in 2020, there was a whole lot of um, talk about aliens and obviously it's coming back around again. And uh, when I was a kid, I really actually enjoyed alien stuff. Like, I wanted to know more about it. I thought aliens were real. I wanted to know about them. And then, of course, you get the typical answer, being a kid growing up in church, uh, oh, aliens aren't real. Uh, Otherwise, God would have told you so in the Bible. Oh, uh, okay. But what about, like, those gray aliens with the big eyes and, like, UFOs? And and, no, it's not not real. It's just all all fake. Oh, okay. And you shouldn't think about it. Oh. All right. And so that's kind of where I left it because uh, I didn't have anything else to go with. And and so I really started searching and I f- came across some uh, a podcast that Dr. Heiser, Dr. Mike, Michael Heiser was a guest on. And it opened up this idea of aliens. Now, the first one I listened to, like the guy he was a guest on with, man, I can't remember where it was at, but this guy was <laughs> that he was on the show with was definitely not a believer. Uh, like it was some sort of like pagan uh, thing and it was crazy. But um, I thought it was great that Dr. Heiser was like bringing the gospel, you know, through the avenue of aliens, uh, so to speak, to um, this guy and his whole audience. And it was really cool. But with that, I saw a preview for a movie that is coming out and I post about it on my Instagram. Uh, but it's, it's this movie from the Avengers coming out, the Avengers saga, the Marvel saga coming out in the fall, November, and it's called the Eternals. And Oh my goodness. When I saw this, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Like literally, uh, Marvel is is just straight taking the story from one Enoch and the story of the Watchers and the Fallen Angels in Genesis 6 and turning it into a movie. But of course, they're going to spin their own perspective on it to where, you know, they're actually the heroes, uh, even though Genesis 6 goes on and tells us that these were the uh, heroes of old, the men of renown. Yeah, but they also were um, not exactly righteous. <laughs> you know, they uh, they abandoned their place. And so that's what today I'm going to be talking about. If you uh, don't know anything about uh, the Watchers, uh, the Divine Council, Deuteronomy 32 worldview, um, gods with little g, you know, uh, but actually like 
semi-divine and in in god in in yahweh's like plan like then this is might be a little confusing to you and i'd encourage you to uh ask questions and get to find out what is this stuff you know come come chat with me or go look at anything from dr heiser dr michael heiser uh has a lot of information uh dr michael brown uh there's uh, Doug, uh, Doug Van Dorn, he's a great resource for some of this stuff. Now, of course, uh, any one of them uh, all have great opinions and great ideas and done a lot of research and study, and, and it's to be commend, uh, uh, commendable. And it is. I mean, they, they have doctorates. They, they're uh, modern-day philosophers, so to speak, in some capacity. But um, obviously, like, as all things, test it to the Word of God. Now, again, that's tested to the Word of God, not to your 2020 2021 uh worldview that you uh lens that you view the bible through you need to test it through what is the word of god saying to the people at the time because remember the bible is written uh for us but not to us okay so we got to keep it in the right perspective so don't read it through our lens but read it through what is the lens that the word of god is saying great resource to help you crack into this would be a book from dr heiser called the unseen realm and if you're not into big thick long books that are very theological and uh take a long time to get through then i would encourage you to get the audiobook or buy the smaller paraphrase version called supernatural to kind of get you going on down this path anyhow um i'll talk later about is this a gnostic gospel but i want to talk about this which it's not but you know people feel that way however what i want to talk about is this movie the Eternals. I don't know if you guys have seen the preview for this thing yet. Um, the Eternals is coming out November, sometime November 2021, uh, and it's a Marvel movie. So now the scene begins on the preview. I'm just gonna hit. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and play this thing in the background here. I'll, I'll mute it though. You see this like scene of water, and and you come across these these nomads. Essentially, they're like people who literally look like they just they're, they're nomads you know uh they the and they're the beginning of what it seems time before there's buildings and structures it's like i'm starting a video game of uh <laughs> what's that what's that one i used to play all the time age of empires and you're like on the very first scene you know and, and you're dropping down your first builder nervous you know <laughs> you start commanding them around and so there's just these nomads walking around and all of a sudden poof, here comes this giant disc like like a floppy disc honestly like uh with cool colors on it out of nowhere it was invisible now it's visible they revealed themselves and they're like isn't it beautiful and then they decide we're gonna come and we're gonna teach these people that we've been watching that we've been looking uh voyeuristically on uh and we are going to teach them how to grow crops how to plant things uh the importance of water there, there's miracles happening you've got strong men you've got them teaching uh braiding of hair they are giving them a knife uh they're teaching them how, how to how to dance how to do weaponry you see them bowing their knees to it there's there's some that are super fast there's some that have different skills and traits there's others that are learning and teaching and then fast forward all the way to today they're still existing they're still around they're eternal but they're like we've never interacted with humankind until now and you see uh what, what i think is gilgamesh yeah his name is actually gilgamesh like holding hands with an with a person i don't know if it's another watcher i mean eternal or what but and then there's they're teaching them all these weapons and destruction and and all this stuff and they're like no we've never really done anything bad we're here to help we're here to serve we're here to better 
mankind and not not make it worse in fact mankind is doing better because we're here and as the preview wraps up you see at the end they're like oh well you know now that uh now that iron man's no longer here they're all sitting around the table now that iron man's no longer here and captain america's gone like who who can lead them and then just you know arrogantly one of them says oh i mean i could lead them i mean like huh whatever and they all kind of have a chuck you know and that's that's big about the gist of it now what blows my mind here is is just the sheer like this is literally enoch like the book of enoch okay uh chapter one uh, not chapter one but chapter five that you are looking at um becoming a movie right in front of our eyes if, if you take a peek um you have these watcher angels okay i'm going to read from from chapter six of one enoch and it's uh the fall of the angels and it says in those days when the children of man had multiplied it happened that there were born unto them handsome and beautiful daughters and the and the angels the children of heaven the sons of god saw them and desired them and they said to one another come let us choose wives for ourselves from among these the daughters of man and beget us children and semyaza being their leader said unto them i fear that perhaps you will not consent that this deed should be done and i alone will become responsible carry the burden for this great sin they knew they were about to mess up big time to reveal themselves and interact they were supposed to watch and report not interact um especially not in this capacity verse four but they all respond to him let us all swear an oath and bind everyone Every, and bind everyone among us by a curse not to abandon this suggestion but to do the deed then they all swore together and bound and uh, all swore together and bound one another by the curse and they were all together 200 and they ascended into Ardo, Ardis. and they ascended art and they descended into Ardis, which is the summit of hermon mount hermon and they called the mount armin for they swore and bound one another by a curse the interesting thing about the whole mount Hermon idea here is it's also at the foot of which jesus speaking to his disciples later on said who do you say that i am and you are the christ and and blessed are you for god has not for, for man has not revealed this to you but god and and upon this rock people think there's talking like to peter no like it's not his name is petros like peter no like that it, it, that's not what's going on here um it's saying upon this rock it's literally this rock mount Hermon, and he's saying at the foot of this mountain uh that that i upon this rock i will build my church and the gates of hades shall not prevail now there's actually i got look into more of it more of it but doug van dorn has a great insight on some of this is that just a little bit further down literally from where they are on that mountainside is a popular known uh cave where necromancy would take place and and they, they would summon the spirits of the dead and and it so it's like literally saying upon this rock i will establish my church and the gates of hell that are just over here by the way will not prevail wow okay that's interesting and then immediately he ascends this mountaintop like you know some like i think it's like nine thousand feet with a couple of his disciples and has that transfiguration moment and he's like poof i'm here on top of this mountain where this all began 
where 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 this this whole revenge against me from my luminaries from my uh, angelic celestial beings from the, my sons of God you know you have the son of God which is Jesus the unique son the only son but you have the sons of God as according to Deuteronomy 32 which are the disinherited nation uh, when God disinherit and disinherits the nations at the Tower of Babel and it says that he uh, he allotted them according to the number of the sons of God so basically he gave them gods to oversee them now people say that's men but i'm going to tell you right now simply put it's not i I can argue with you off topic or another time but it's not and um and these are the sons of god these are angelic beings this is where we get hermes and 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 uh where we get you know um zeus and where we get uh all these other gods like literally that's where it comes from these were their gods and now they abased from their position and they they perverted it but you see all this goes back here to what actually you're thinking oh you're reading from out of one enoch that's not canon canonized that's not actually in our bible you're, you're right it's not it is in ethiopian bibles uh because they have the oldest transcript and they consider it canon but with that said we see the reality that in genesis 6 it's saying the exact same thing that the that the angels the watchers saw the daughters of men and took them for them for themselves and they bore children unto them and they uh and, and through that it corrupted the world but said these were the men of the men of renown the heroes of old right and immediately the next verse the very next verse says and the earth grew exceedingly wicked basically like and it was time for god to flood the earth because of the interaction because of the fall of the watchers now sin that adam did caused a separation from God. We needed Jesus. Jesus didn't come just to uh, pay for the sin and atone for what the what these watchers, what these angels did. That was a huge part that we don't know about. Most of us don't even hear about ever in our life. I've, I've gone to church since I started breathing and I haven't heard about it. I've been a PK and involved in church forever and I've never really gone into it until the past couple, like year and a half, two years now. But with that reality is Jesus accomplished so much more than just our salvation. Now, we needed salvation. We needed restoration from our sin and our fall. But it's because of transgressions that Jesus came, that the law was put into place, and that Jesus had to come and die so we could be restored and so he could call us back as his people. So Jesus ascends on this mountain uh, at Mount Hermon that is here in the Book of Enoch, and he goes up top and he... he comes white as snow, uh, and 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 his disciples, two of his disciples, see him and like, oh my gosh, wow, you are the son of God, and he gets up there and he flexes and he says, I am the unique son of God. He says, now I am making a, a, a proclamation here by by my re, my revealing of myself on the top of this mountain that what was done here is going to be reversed here, and I am going to now from this mountain go down. I'm going to end up given my life for this but i'm going to come back because i'm going to descend right as as the apostles creed say he descended into hell and took the keys of sin and death right you know and then he ascended right so all this to say wow that's a lot of words hope you're still tracking with me why the heck is marvel now making a movie about these watchers about these angels and changing the words to eternals well, I'm going to tell you because there's, I believe there is honestly a, a 
continual agenda. I think Marvel has actually done a really fantastic job of somehow painting in and weaving in the narrative of our culture at the time uh, and what's going on into their movies. And and to such a degree that's been like, whoa, you know, how did they do that with it with that being okay? But um, because it's very it's very direct in some ways. But I don't want to go too deep into the movie side of things. Um, but we see it's painting a picture of these angelic beings as, oh, they didn't do anything wrong. You know, they came to help and mankind became corrupt and well, it's time for us to step in. Well, much of the corruption of mankind came from these fallen angels. You ever wonder why the Bible says, you, don't you know, Paul says, don't you know you will judge angels? Well, why would I want to judge angels? Like, don't they seem like nice guys? Well, let's take another look back here. Verse five in chapter six, uh, one Enoch says, and they swore together and bound and bound one another by a, by the curse. And they were to all together 200. And they descended to Artis, which is the summit of Hermon. And they called that Mount Armin, for they swore and bound one another by a curse. And their names are follows. Semyaza, leader of Arkeb, Ramael, Tamael, Ramel, Danel, Ezekiel, Barakel, Azel, uh, Armoras, sorry, Bartarel, Ananel, Zaquel, Sassamopiel, Castorel, Turel, Yamoel, and Arazel. These are the chiefs of ten, and of all the others with them. So a whole lot of these angels descended, but there was there was a group of them that were like the chiefs, the leaders of them. And chapter seven says, then they took wives unto themselves everyone respectively chose one woman for himself and they began to go into un into began to go unto them and they taught them magical medicine incantations the cutting of roots and and they taught them about plants and about and the women became pregnant and gave birth to these giants whose heights were 300 cubits pause um okay there's different translations and people say depending upon the the Qumran tablets and and frag and scroll fragments of where we get this it might have been you know another translation is like the, of was their height was 3000 l's and so it ranges from 450 feet tall to 4500 feet tall right like to 45 feet tall like you know and really it's it's weird now now these aren't the angels that are this big these watchers these are their children which if you get a perspective we do see later post-flood uh and a diluvian um giants like the like in the philistine uh the philistine giant uh samson who you know he had uh, what is it? Six fingers and six toes, you know, and something like out of Princess Bride. I'm looking for a man with six fingers on his right hand. Poof, gets knocked out. So, anyways, but uh, with that, we see we see this reality of um, there were giants like pre-flood, and we know that everything according to like archaeology that we can discover, most things pre-flood lived longer, grew bigger, and um, and had a better ability to sustain life. And some people think it's because there it was, you know, it was the dome concept is that we had, that, that is that basically the whole earth was like a greenhouse because the flood hadn't happened yet. And, and after the flood, the storehouses of water from heaven and everything like came down and the, the, everything changed. So anyways, we see this is saying giant and they bore giants whose heights were 300 cubits, 450 feet. Okay that's up for interpretation but 
pretty crazy. These giants consumed the, pro the produce of all the people until the people that detested feeding them. So the giants turned against the people in order to eat them, and they began to sin against birds, wild beasts, reptiles, and fish, and their flesh was devoured the one by the, by the other, and they drank blood, and the earth brought an accusation against the oppressors. Wow. So I'll go into all this stuff more another time because I don't want to take up too much time. My goal is to stay at about 30 minutes per podcast episode. Maybe if I get, you know, co-host, it'll, we'll make them a lot longer. I want my wife to join me, but I know we've just, we both have really busy schedules. So I, I got to squeak out time when I got time and typically our times don't line up. So, but with that, uh, we see here, these angels, they, they totally brought in destruction. And if you're watching the preview for the Eternals movie, literally i i just i just said it <laughs> what was the first things that we see them do okay they they revealed themselves to these people on a beach i'm pl playing the video right now all of a sudden hey we're here and then poof they appear the floppy disk in the sky okay uh and window opens up it, aren't they beautiful we should go help them yes let's go help them and then they pop out and they start instantly it was it was dry and, like dry and barren wasteland, okay? That these nomads were living in. First thing you see is them walking through fields of corn, okay? Like rows of corn and people now carrying baskets of food on their head. What did we just read here in chapter eight of let's uh, see in chap or chapter seven of Enoch? It said um, they chose for themselves wives and they taught them magical medicine, incantation, cutting of roots, and taught them about plants interesting okay so here instantaneously we have this whole thing of them getting plants and teaching them how to build it and now they're building these structures and homes and uh whatnot and if you go to chapter eight you see and azazel uh azazel taught the people the art of making swords and knives and breastplates and he showed their chosen ones bracelets and decorations you boom we're in we're, now we're inside a cottage and you got to you got a little girl braiding the hair and brushing the hair of one of the goddesses or whatever eternals that you want and they're teaching them how to beautify themselves which goes on with uh with bracelets decorations shadowing the eyes with anatomy ornaments ornamentation and the beautifying of eyelids of all kinds of precious stones and the coloring tinctures and alchemy and so and then the next scene right before it you see another one handing one of these nomads a knife and of course Guess who plays that character? Ba -da -ba -da 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 -ba. Angelina Jolie. Okay, whatever you want to say there. Azael, wow, one of the leaders of all of them. Great. Making swords and knives and shields and showing the chosen ones how to use them. Here she is in the next scene, wiping down, showing all this like crazy fighting skills, and now they're bowing down to them. You got the flash zoom in on the left-hand side there. But it said, and there, there were many wicked ones, and they committed adultery and erred. And all their conduct became corrupt. Uh, Am Amasras taught incant uh, incantation in the cutting of roots. Amaras, the resolving of incantations. And Barakel, astrology. And Kokorel, the knowledge of the signs of... So, boom. Look, the knowledge. They're teaching them all these alchemy, uh, how to understand, how to read, how to write. And boom, what's the very next scene you see in this Eternals trailer? You see one of the gods sitting in a room 
full of books. You've got a you got a on a onyx symbol a onyx symbol on the side. You've got all and they're and scrolls and they're and and it's like speed reading 100 pages at a time. Like it's what was that? Um, you know, batteries not included. Was that the movie? Uh, you know, uh, Johnny Five is alive, right? You know, he's yeah more input. Like that's what this thing's doing right here, and it, and it's it it's all about learning these things that are mysteries but now i've made it revealed into you and and so it's like whoa hello teaching the seeing of the stars and as they're taught the course of the moon as well as the deception of man and the people cried and their voice reached unto heaven it's just really bizarre what starts taking place here uh the next step of who these people are including the fact that one of them is even named gilgamesh who is a historically proven to my as much you can prove history individual who existed who was a fallen uh who was not a fallen angel but was a a, one of the nephilim one of the children of these nephilim that was a great hero now doesn't say that all of them were radically wicked or that all of the fallen uh, watchers were radically wicked in nature but it's definitely this like prometheus type concept that you see here if you guys go on and you see so much more that takes place in what they taught them it literally says in this book of enoch which is like a second temple writing like this is like 500 bc that we have some of the oldest manuscripts i believe but it, it says um it says that they even taught them how to kill the kill the unborn child in the womb from 500 bc what the heck you guys it's crazy there's so many, so much stuff here that that we just don't understand because we, I think even me having grown up in a charismatic Pentecostal church where we believe in signs and wonders, we believe in the supernatural, we believe in um, miracles that uh, and healing and prophetic words and uh, you know prophecy in general and and all this stuff and we believe in the supernatural, but I feel like it's such a one angled version of the supernatural and every time we read a bible verse like deuteronomy 32 where it says that god disinherited uh where god disinherited the nations basically okay to these according the sons of god at the tower of babel and he assigned over every nation their own god like oh no that was men not uh, what translation are you trying to read what 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 non-supernatural worldview are, are you trying to push the one that that is that that keeps it so it's only a uh, monotheistic uh, perspective. Is it, are we afraid of, uh, you know, do of a, of of two gods? Right? Like there is only one God. Don't get me wrong. Yahweh, God. Okay, like the God, the Most High, L. Right? You know, and and that is God. But when we look at this, we see Greek history didn't come out of just random ideas and and thoughts. Like, this is real stuff, you guys. Now, of course, it could be twisted and changed a little bit, but the truth is out there. And if all we do is view it through the lens that we have today, we are totally missing so much of what Christ came to destroy, what Christ came to restore, and we're just being pacified in our in our being okay with oh yeah we prayed for someone to get healed and their leg grew out amen praise god i believe that but do you know that you have authority over the principalities and powers of darkness and the gods of this earth 
okay? Change that word principalities and powers of darkness that we use in our Christian spheres all the time. It's literally the gods of the earth that were disinherited, okay, when Jesus not only ascended the mountain, the Mount of Transfiguration, but then descended into hell, okay, into Hades, into Sheol, and he said, hey, I, I win, you lose. I'm taking back the keys of death and hell. And you guys are defeated. And now I'm going to rise from the grave. There we go. And he comes alive and he releases. Do you guys remember the whole reality that while Jesus, for the 40 days, that Jesus walked around on the earth after coming back to life, that all of the people, all the fathers, all the people, not just fathers, but it says, you know, fathers, but all the people who had died in Christ, they were raised and walking around i'm talking about we might have seen noah walking around somewhere in the wilderness like we just glaze over some of this stuff the bible is so radically supernatural that that we if we don't hold on to it we're gonna lose the whole purpose of what we were doing in the first place and 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 you better believe that the apostles the prophets the disciples the followers of jesus the acts to church they knew they knew exactly what was going on. They were so closely connected to the reality of the supernatural of supernatural deities being involved in their lives that when Paul got shipwrecked on an island and he prayed for their king on the island of Malta and he recovered, that they just like, oh, this is one of those gods. Praise praise that God. Oh, this is the God. Let's praise him. And he's like, no, stop, stop. Don't worship me, right? You guys, like, there is a supernatural world that we haven't even tapped. And I believe because we have cut it off as a result of some of what took place in our Reformation, we tried to become more naturalized and more accepted. We actually have now removed some of the radical supernatural world that we live in that God designed. You see, science is the pursuit of understanding, the pursuit of knowledge. But what if knowledge isn't always 3 plus 3 equals 6? That might be an attribute of it, but God and God desires order. But the reality is God created us to be eternal. He created us to be supernatural beings. He created us to be fruitful, multiply. He created us to have the power and authority to speak to the weeds growing in your front yard and tell them to wither up and die, not to bend over and pick them. Look at Jesus when he pulls up to the, uh, to the tree, the fig tree that doesn't have any fruit on it. And it, it, I don't even think it was its season to have fruit on it, but he's like useless fig tree and he, and he cursed it and it withered up i want to do that with the weeds in my front yard i had a five foot tall uh, <laughs> uh i call it my like my uh my annual i think so that's one of the ones that come back every year there's one there's this one weed like like and it, it it's it's just a dandelion but it gets a stalk like a half inch around and it can grow i think will grow like all the way up to my chest and then like poof out massive like plume and like no i don't have a massive yard like this is just in my little garden on beside my sidewalk <laughs> but all i'm saying is like man i want to just curse that thing and watch it wither up and never come back i've been digging it out and trying to get the root for years god designed us to be supernatural and we've lost our compass of the supernatural and everything in the pursuit of knowledge and science we need to not be afraid of being called stupid we need to say god is eternal spiritual uh the, the spiritual world is and my spirit life that i have is greater than my natural world and my natural life because that which lasts longer that which lives longer 
that which has has been around longer guess what it has more authority period so when you look at your spirit is your spirit created to be eternal yes it is it will never pass away especially in christ okay so what's more important your flesh or your spirit well i'm pretty sure my flesh is more important because that's what i'm going to have forever i mean not my flesh my spirit's more important because that's what i have forever my flesh is like secondary i don't really want to think about that so in fact i'd rather only focus on the one Man, there's so much more I wanted to get into this, but I just want people to see when movies like this from the Avengers are coming out, okay, uh, from Marvel, there is a supernatural world that we have to be aware of. What is the agenda that they're bringing? At the end of this movie, guess what? They're going to be heroes. They're going to be victorious. People are going to be thankful for them. People are going to be singing their praise. You better believe kids are going to be dressed up like them come this Halloween, okay? I'm just telling you. There is something taking place that are the supernatural entities that are at war with God are once again trying to establish their names. And we need to be careful. We need to be careful what we attach our thoughts to, what we attach our hope to, and what we attach our joy to. All this stuff, what are we being entertained by? Man, it's wicked, you guys. And it's real and it exists right now so we can't play with it like period i'm not saying don't go see the movie but i'm saying you need to have your eyes open you definitely need to look at things full on in the face in the fullness of the truth of god and uh and it will change your life it'll change the life of others people will want to hear the gospel it's not just a life coach example it's like oh how to live better no how to be transformed and transform the world and others through Christ, how to supernaturally establish God's kingdom every step you go. I want to know what that looks like more. I want to be able to talk with anybody about God and lead them to revelation and not shut them down because they're uh, because they have a Wiccan view or because they have a uh, pagan uh, view or because they believe in they only believe in you know aliens or all these other things or they believe in Greek mythology and okay great well guess what i believe that there is a there's a thread of truth that god has hid himself inside every culture in history and every uh every significant vein of of entertainment and communication that has been syndicated that god has uniquely woven himself into the tapestry of every culture that we could then pull on that one thread and say Yes, I see your picture there, but let me point this piece out because this is this person, this individual, this story is the story of Yahweh. This story is actually, let me bring the fullness of the picture. What you have part of the picture, congratulations, but the fullness is so much more. I'm about to, you know, uh, be on blast here, like maybe, but like, I want you to understand, um, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not a Christian. I love Jesus. I'll never stop following Jesus. I'll never start pre stop preaching him. And, and I'm open to be corrected and be like, hey, you're way wrong. And I'll be like, well, you're wrong too. But <laughs> basically what I want to say is all the stuff that we, that we call negative, all this stuff like Eastern mysticism, uh, the whole breathing and stretching yoga stuff, like uh, crystals, chakras, karmas like all this other stuff like these are they're they're wicked okay i want you to understand this they're wicked 
it, it's wickedness it's evil it's a it's a shadow it, it's a it's a type uh that that is an anti-type okay but for every anti-type you see satan has no creativity period he he has nothing new he only has what he's taken and perverted so when we look at crystals okay oh they'll balance this oh burn sage it'll clear evil spirits okay yeah okay what that's an anti-type what is the real you know god created us to not stay naked in a garden for all eternity he wants to be fruitful and multiply and have dominion over all the earth i believe that the desires for us to go to mars and 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 make it livable actually is it comes out of a righteous plan that god had for all of eternity i mean eventually you think we're not going to see everything once we live forever on earth and we won't live forever in heaven by the way that's a that's a whole other story heaven is the abode of yahweh and and spiritual beings we will get to go there but for god to restore us completely we're coming back okay the earth will be made new and i believe it'll be made new by fire but we're going to come back okay we might not still have mount st helens sticking around the same way it is now the oceans may not be where they're at but for god to say yeah sin was so bad i had to completely destroy the world and and poof create a new one for you all I, I I can't ascribe to that because that would that would mean to me that sin is so powerful that that it ruined God's plan and He had no way to redeem it. God's plan is to redeem His original purpose and design. So we're gonna go back. Our world might look different, but we gotta search out all these things for all of eternity. Eternal life is knowing God, and as we know the mysteries that God has hidden within the earth for us to discover we will find life and hope as we ascribe the aha and revelatory goodness of what we learned to yahweh to god the one and only the creator of all things wow when you put pressure on a crystal just right it actually generates electricity that could generate endless source of power wow did you know that yeah it it can and that's just what we know in our fallen worldview how much more did god design for us to discover if we just seek him first and give glory to him and do it for his glory man well i hope that was a good intro to some of this worldview i've gone a little over lot over my time but i hope you hung on and go ahead and watch that eternals official trailer tell me what you think the biggest thing you could do is just share a link to this podcast with a friend text it to somebody uh you know leave a review that would be super awesome and i can't wait to get a couple people on here with me i've talked with a couple of uh, individuals and invited them to come so we're just gonna work out the details it's been so busy but i'm gonna lock this in guys so thanks again leave a like and a comment share it with somebody if it was fun camp and if you want to hear more stuff about this i really would love to teach it so let me know and i will talk to you soon shalom thanks again for listening if you'd like more information about the show kevin's work or you have questions or would like to be a guest on this podcast, please reach out to me directly on my Instagram at kevin.scott.johnson. I look forward to hearing from you. God bless.